Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast, where I interview experts and professionals and discuss issues that are important for job hunters and those who are working to advance their careers. So make sure that you subscribe and follow, and let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to discuss how to escape from your job search and not feel guilty. If you feel guilty for taking time off, or if you believe you can speed up your success and achieve your career goals by speeding through life, this episode is for you. We're going to discuss the importance of taking time out and why it's not only beneficial for your health, it can actually be, alas, the reason you succeed. Go figure. <laughs> But before we begin, I'd like to invite you to my free masterclass. If you're keen to move into a fulfilling job in 2022, where you feel valued and productive, if you're feeling stuck and unfocused and unsure of how to move forward with your job search, I'd like to invite you to attend my first 2022 free job hunting masterclass. Now, I only teach the job hunting masterclass twice per year, so it will be a few months before I do another one. The format is a Zoom webinar. It's a live event on the 1st and 2nd of February. Now, I've decided to make it available on demand for a week after that. So if you're listening to this and you think, oh, I've just missed out. If it's prior to the 10th of Feb, you will be able to go to the link in the show notes or to my website, renatabernardi.com, and you will be able to find it available on demand for a week after after the 1st and the 2nd of Feb, when I'm recording it live, there are two options there for you to choose from. And if the time doesn't suit you, because you could be listening to this podcast all around the world, I think we have over 55 countries now listening to the Job Hunting Podcast. So let's say it's in the middle of the night for you or the middle of your working day. Register anyway, so you can, so I can send you the recording, which will be available, as I said, for about a week after the live event. So up until the 10th of February. But still, that's better than nothing. I'm reserving 90 minutes for the masterclass to go through my predictions for job hunting and recruitment in 2022 and beyond, sharing with you my analysis and my systems on how I coach clients, leaving plenty of time for questions at the end. So that's the benefit of doing it live. You can ask me on the day or when you register, I will be inviting people that have registered to send me questions in advance. So I'm in fact, oh, it's on my to-do list. I need to do that tomorrow. Send an email out to uh, ask people if they have any questions that they would like to send in advance. So please register now as this is, like I said, a limited opportunity. In fact, I really don't want to do another masterclass until maybe August 2022. So, yes, I hope to see as many of you there as possible. There's a link to the registration in the show notes, or you can go to my website, renatabernardi.com. That's R-E-N-A-T-A-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-E.com. So Domenico Damasi is a professor of labor sociology at La Sapienza University in Rome. He founded the School of Specialization in Organizational Sciences, and he has written many, many books and articles and taught classes about country cultures, economic systems, such as socialism and capitalism, and how we are influenced by our religious beliefs, ideological philosophies, like Illuminism and liberalism in the post-industrial world that we live in. 
Dimasi's goal is to help us uncover the best future for our society, where progress is measured by the quality of life and happiness we live. He coined the term creative boredom, ocio creativo, in a book by the same name that unfortunately hasn't been translated to English as far as I can tell. I could not find a copy in English. I read it many, many years ago, <laughs> decades ago. In Portuguese, my mother introduced me to this book. She loved it. She made me read it. And it was hugely influential for both of us. I have seen others write about and translate creative boredom as creative idleness or creative leisure. I believe the right translation, the most literal, is creative boredom. However, I think people push away from it because we're just not very comfortable with boredom and being unproductive. So these other translations, when people are analyzing and referring to Damasi's work, I think it's more palatable. And that's why I, I see that written more often than creative boredom. I think we just need to embrace what he actually means. <laughs> In English, I could only find articles and research on productive escapism. And it seemed to me as the closest thing to Domenico's creative boredom. But I find the choice of words productive escapism, a bit jarring. Still, if it makes you and other people take notice and adopt time out as part of their uh, daily lives, it's a big, big win. The white space that creative boredom creates gives us such great benefits. On writing for the BBC on creative boredom during COVID, Claire Thorpe stated, Boredom is not in itself creative. It's what it leads to that is important. And that's exactly the point. That is why I love boredom and I insist my clients seek it out during their days and as part of their schedules. The writer Joseph Conrad once said, How can I explain to my wife that when I look outside the window, I am working? And that is such a beautiful way of putting it. Because ideally, we shouldn't have to explain why we need time to just be, to just look. But we often feel the need to explain our idleness, since we're not producing anything. Demasi introduced me to creative boredom, meditation, leisure, and the love and appreciation of art and beauty, which coincidentally is my top character strengths in the VIA strengths test. The appreciation of art and beauty is my top strength, and I'm really proud of it. Maybe he didn't introduce it to me exactly, but he made me feel okay about the fact that I wasn't and will never be an all-systems-go kind of person. I have many loves and many passions, and I need that creativity, that time in my life that is not work-related. I believe it enriches my work. I spent the last two months, December and January, insisting my clients take proper time out, proper holidays. Many of them didn't. And they, if they did, they didn't take as much as they should or could. They promised me that they would do homework, which is part of our coaching agreement, but they didn't. And now they feel bad about it, whereas I don't. <laughs> so it's really all, it's, it's all in their heads. You know, the fact that they should be using their time out, the time where they are away on holidays with their family to do things that have to do with their job search and their career planning. 
When clients first start working with me, many want to bring forward their coaching sessions. We usually, I usually try to space them out every 10 days or, or two weeks. And when they, when they insist and I say, okay, then they realize that the methodology that I have created has a cadence of work and is the reason why it's so successful. So bringing the sessions forward is not going to bring the career success forward. We really need to make the, the time and be with the rhythm to understand more about ourselves and let some of the strategies, behaviors, routines and um, plans that we're adopting to sink in and crystallize. There's no point in bringing forward the sessions. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not going to make anybody more successful in speeding up their results. According to Damasi, it's important to take the following advice and, and incorporate some of these um, uh, strategies that I'm going to mention next to have a fulfilling life. First of all, and I think it's a really important one to understand, and remember that Damasi wrote this way before social media, but he said, not all breaks are truly productive. <laughs> now, you may know where I'm going with this, especially these days. You know, there is a famous YouTube productivity guru who has millions and millions of followers. And not once, not twice, but many times I've watched his video on YouTube and he has mentioned that he takes work to the loo. And I find that so hilarious, the fact that he's comfortable talking about it. But I believe we truly truly need a break from screens, right? So, and, and I think that also there is, of course, so many people that have already wrote or said or done amazing documentaries about this, you know, how um, much of a dark hole it can be to be on social media. And for job hunters, it can be the job marketplace. So if you're looking for work and you're on a website where jobs are advertised, it's normally now LinkedIn jobs, you can just sit there forever looking at those job ads and not make any decisions or move forward with your career plans. So not all breaks are truly productive. When taking a break, take a proper break. And we're going to talk about some, some ideas in, in a few minutes. The second strategy that I've learned from Damasi is don't trust your brain to hold information. And I say this often, I'm, if you've been listening to this podcast, you will have heard this before. Your brain is not there to hold on to information. And that is why it can be so overwhelming to start looking for a job or do anything big or life-changing in your life, not just career-wise. It's because we're often thinking about things in your head and we never download it. So the brain is not for storage. It's a creative organ. It dreams, it creates, it plans. You need to download it often. So writing it down, that's part of the coaching that I do. And I, I have a specific way of working with clients on that, both in the group coaching and in the private coaching. It's really important to have notepads. I have now for many years now adopted making notes on my phone and they're linked to my 
fast mail service. So I have the notes here next to my inbox and my calendar, you know, when I take those notes on my phone. I also sometimes do audio messages when I'm walking and I send them to myself and I listen to them later. It's usually ideas for podcasts, to be honest. The third thing that that I've learned from Donazi is long breaks are useless if you don't take short breaks. I don't know if that makes sense to you, so I'm going to uh, say it again. Long breaks are not going to help you if you don't take short breaks often. And short breaks are breaks during the day, breaks during the week, you know, a, a long weekend every now and then. These are really important for you to reset and, and refresh your brain and give your brain a break. Having proper weekends, having proper evenings. I have mentioned before how many people save dozens and dozens of days of leave only to have a mental breakdown or, you know, a serious health issue because they never take short breaks. You know, before the pandemic, or even some of you are still doing this, eating at your desks was so common. Now, some of us may be working way longer hours at home because we feel guilty and we are interrupted by kids or things that happen at home and we feel like we need to deliver. There are also way more um, high priorities and urgent issues coming to executives working from home because of lockdowns, because of pandemics. And we we all seem to be working longer hours. And the last thing that I've learned from Damasi is that it is, it's so important to relax and try something new. So it, this is more than just stopping work. It, like, like he said, not all breaks are truly productive. So what are some ideas of escapism that are great for you, that are great for your brain, will re-energize you and rest your brain from work and the job hunting or career planning that you're doing? Reading a book is great, but not uh, nonfiction self-help management books. Those are not so great. Fiction books are the best because you will just immerse yourself in a completely different story and go to a different place altogether. So if you love reading, that is the best thing for you. I'm now reading Wolf Hall, which is a book that I've always wanted to read and coincidentally, I was going to the beach one day and somebody put a book stall next to the, um, the the beach entrance where I was going through and they had Wolf Hall there. So they were giving away these books and I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you, universe, for <laughs> putting this book in front of me. I've always wanted it. So that is my escapism at the moment. Listening to music is also great. It works really good, great for me. I usually listen to jazz or classical music when I want to escape. I find that popular music uh, is is too loud for me and I want to sing and I want, you know, I, I, it doesn't rest my brain. So I'm listening to a lot of jazz lately. We, we just did a long drive, my husband and I, from my son's house back home and we were listening to Ray Charles all the way and John Coltrane and it was really lovely and, and restful. Exercising is great for some. For me, exercising that works for me is swimming and sometimes yoga. (laughs) When I walk, I still work in my mind and that doesn't really uh, help me unless I'm walking, walking with someone. And team sports, I assume, is probably very good. I just don't do any. So you tell me. I'd love to hear from you. 
if exercising helps you unwind. For me, swimming works like a treat. Meditating, if you're not used to it, try guided meditation first. I've spoken about it many times. There are great apps that can help you. I love Headspace. I also use Mindset and Nerva for hypnotherapy. And I find it really, really good. And they work great for me. Dancing. It can be awkward, especially if you're in lockdown mode and dancing alone at home. But it's so important. And, you know, that movement of mind and body uh, with song uh, can really put yourself in a completely different space. I have given myself as a 50th um, uh, birthday gift for, for me a mini trampoline. And I'm really keen to start using it. I haven't unpacked it yet. It has only just arrived. If you have one or you use one, let me know if I've done a good thing in buying one for me. But I think that this idea of movement with the mini trampoline, I think it's fun and I can't wait to to open my mini trampoline and start jumping. A really good TV show that you'll love. It doesn't need to be something new. Here at home, we have just started re-watching West Wing for the, I don't know, 11th time. <laughs> we, we tend to every now and then go back to West Wing. But there's so many great, well-written, well-acted TV series to choose from these days. So find a good TV show or even a good movie and just lose yourself in it. For us here at home, we love art. We go to museums often. We love going to musicals and operas and, you know, watching it live is best, you know, concerts. It, it's such a great treat. And I know many of us are not able to do that during these pandemic times. But if you are, it's such a great investment. Uh, in a couple of weeks time, we're going to go and watch Moulin Rouge a new musical. I mean, everybody probably know the movie. It's such a great movie and we can't wait to see the musical here in Melbourne. And that will certainly be, you know, a, a great time out for us. Driving. Driving can be horrible for some. I don't like driving. My husband loves driving and I love sitting next to him while he's driving. And we have done a great driving trip last year. We were away for three weeks driving around Australia. We're planning a lot another driving trip. And I, I find that when we're driving, we're certainly not thinking about work. And like I said, I we just got home from driving from my son's house. That was a... It, now, on a straight line, it would be 40 minutes, but we took us an hour because we went very slowly and we did a sort of a, a relaxing drive and it was really lovely. And we did so because it is um, a good time in the evening for us to unwind. Cooking, cooking is great. I haven't been a great fan of cooking for relaxation, but I have, if you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> you may have seen that I've had some computer issues recently. and. Because there was nothing I could do but just wait for the, the system to reboot. I had to do a lot of cooking to keep myself busy and not thinking about all the stuff that I had to do at work that I couldn't do because my stupid computer was giving me a hard time. So I cooked a storm. I had come from a friend's farm and I had lots of huge zucchinis in the fridge. And I'm like, OK, let me do a lot of things with these zucchinis. So I, I did bread and muffins and and frittatas and wow it's all on my instagram stories it's a bit too late now but follow me on instagram if you're keen to see what i do day to day 
gardening is also great. It's absolutely my best escapism. Now I have a very small garden, but in the past I had a huge garden and I had a very stressful job. And I used to spend the entire weekend gardening and it was bliss for me. I just loved it so much. I had massive veggie garden and, and a rose garden and it was a lot of work. But at the time, it really did help me cope with some stressful work environments. And finally, the best of all, do absolutely nothing. Do bugger all, as they say here in Australia. Just sit somewhere comfortably and do nothing. I like doing that in the middle of the day around 2 to 3 p.m. when I know that my energy levels are very low. I have very low blood pressure around this time. And just the weirdest thing, my I have low blood pressure anyway, but around this time it's really low. <laughs> and I have noticed that if I just lay down and I take like a little siesta, a little beauty nap, I wake up so much more energized. And I really think of nothing. I just find some sunny spot in the house and lay down and take a bit of a nap. 20 minutes will do for me. Notice that I did not mention housework. I did not mention decluttering or spring cleaning. I have found that these activities are also great and have a purpose as well. Uh, for me, it, they really do help me de-stress when I have too many energy and I just want to scrub something. <laughs> many times I have spent the weekend cleaning and washing for that reason. But I also have found that at times doing too much of that means I'm miserable anyway. So I really need to just let everything go, drop everything and have a good old time. You know, we should not have to distinguish the time we spend working from the time we spend doing other things. In a post-industrial world, post-pandemic world, looking forward into Industry 4.0, 5.0 and jobs of the future, workers at home being useful and productive, flexible with their time, now more than ever is time for it to be accepted by employers, by society, and by ourselves. We really may need to rethink our definitions of how we work, play, and rest. So don't be afraid of doing nothing. Don't judge yourself and don't let others judge you. You know, this episode was inspired by a recent interview of the wonderful actress Jennifer Coolidge at the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. So if you haven't watched this recent episode with her, I will have a link to it in the um, the Tonight Show's YouTube channel for you to have a listen. It's about nine minutes long. If you don't know Jennifer Coolidge, she is um, a great actress who has recently uh, acted on White Lotus, but she's also very famous from her casting in Legally Blonde. And, you know, we love her so much. And in this episode, she's talking to Jimmy Fallon. She doesn't mention, you know, creative boredom. I just made the connection because she gives great examples of how her creative idleness or boredom has done great things for her career. And they're great examples. So see if you can spot them and then let me know. Send me a message on social media or reply to my newsletter that I send out on Tuesday. I hope that you have um, subscribed already. If not, there will be a link in the episode show notes. 
All right, everyone, this is it for now. Um, don't forget to sign up to see me this week on the free job hunting masterclass. And if you can't be there live, you will have the link in the show notes and you will be able to watch it for a week after it's recorded on the 1st and 2nd of February. So be quick and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.